the sweetest people in the world. I pray the Lord today will bless you in a big way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You want to say hello? Amen. Hello, everyone. So glad that you're with us today. We are, we are in California. And uh, we'll be going back home now, thank the Lord, to Florida. You know, I loved living in California for 21 years, but I'm so glad now I'm in Florida. And it's been a blessing to be here today. Wow, this week has been such a great blessing. And thank you for your love and support and comments, beautiful comments I've been reading from the teachings you've seen. And I wanna to talk to you today, like I like to every so often, just to encourage you just to strengthen you, just to let you know all is well. You know, sometimes we all go through uh, seasons in our life, we need to be encouraged. You know, the question is, why did Elijah have a day when he fled from Jezebel, when he was so discouraged, a man of God who called far from heaven would experience such discouragement to actually ask God to take him home. Think about that. And what I'm so glad about is the Lord ignored that prayer. I'm too glad sometimes God ignores what we say to him. Because all of us reach places in our life out of total discouragement, we say things we don't even mean. And I'm glad God doesn't pay attention to those things. So you may be going through some, you know, moment, and maybe you're not. Maybe you're having a glorious day, like we are. And But, you know, the day will come, we will all face moments of discouragement. And today I want to tell you uh, how to deal with that. How do we deal with discouragement, really, is what I want to talk to you about. So it's a heart-to-heart -heart talk on the matter. Well, number one. If we do not know what the promises of God are, we cannot deal with it. There's only one place to go to when discouragements come our way. Thus saith the Lord. And there you receive such strength and such comfort. Call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee, the Lord says. He is a present help in time of trouble. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed, stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. It's all really about trust in his promises. You know, when we swim and we relax, we float. I used to enjoy swimming when I was a little boy, and we would swim in the Mediterranean Ocean. There in Jaffa, we lived by the ocean. We'd go swimming every Saturday. And I learned at a young age, just relax. Just relax. My daddy would, would, would say to us, just relax. And we would float so easy. And when anyone struggled, down he goes. <laughs> then you'd swallow water and, you know, all that stuff and run out of the, you know, run to the, to the beach on the sand where you could kind of catch your breath. But in the spirit, it's the same thing. We have to relax. And that is so simple. 
something so simple to do is just rely on the promises of God. Isn't that so simple? When discouragement comes, not only is that necessary, but talk to Jesus. Tell him all about it. Just, you know, get it out of your heart, out of your system. You know, I told you one time, we all have six needs. One of them is expression. We have a need for love. We have a need for security. We have a need for recognition. And we have a need for expression. And then we have a need for self-esteem and new experience. But expression is so important. And a lot of sweet people, a lot of times, have no one to talk to when they're discouraged. And that's the time to talk to Jesus. Just look up and say, dear Jesus, I just need to talk to you. And just talk your heart. Just tell him all about your troubles. You're going to go straight. You know, the thing about that old song, just a little time with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. And that precious. You know, you know that song, right? It's okay. I'll teach it to you. It's a simple gospel song. I love it. Can I hear it? Well, not now. I'm talking. So let me just keep talking to the people. Otherwise, I, I will lose my turn of thought. Yes, sir. And I don't want to do that to them. But I mean, you know, talking to the Lord, just easy talk. Just get it out of your system. So important. I remember Dr. Rambo, uh, who was wounded by her father when she was young. And then her daddy passed away. And she told Sue and I how she had wanted to talk to her dad and tell him how she felt and did not have the chance to tell her dad how she felt so she can be healed from the wounds. She talked to Jesus. Isn't that precious? Just talk to Jesus. And I think it's so wonderful sometimes when the reality of the Lord just manifests to us like that when we talk to him about these troubles. He really cares, people. He really cares, sweet saint of God. He really cares. Casting all our cares on him. How he cares and how he loves us. And he is so understanding. Never to condemn us. Never to say anything negative to us. Believing in us. You know, the Bible says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of Jesus. And peace comes and grace comes as we know him. And we know his word because he is his word. The more we read the Bible, the more we know the Lord. Now today you may be facing a financial problem, which is often with all of us. We get discouraged, we get worried. You know, where will I, how will I make it? I have all these bills, I don't know what to do about it. And that's when we just have to trust God. That's when we have to obey the Lord. I have faced moments just like that in my life when I did not know how to pay certain bills because it was at times dangerous uh, when we could not pay a vendor or vendors and uh, it was scary. And every single time, you know, I remembered what Oral Roberts would say to me. Benny, if you have a need, so is Cedar. And, and most times we just don't want to do that, Incl including me. In those days, I'd say, you know what? I'm the one who needs right now. And I need to protect my 
my seed so we can pay the bills so those vendors would not take us to court or even make life very, very difficult. But finally I'd say to, my, to our staff, no, there's only one way out. We have to sow seed. And sometimes some of the, on the staff would say, yeah, but we need the money. And that's the natural thing sometimes to say and think. But we op operate on a different level called faith. Think about that. If we were operating in the natural, we'd say, no, let's not do do anything like that. Let's just keep it and, and you know, protect it so we can pay the bill. Or let's make a deal with the vendor and maybe give him a little bit today and some later and so on and so forth. But sometimes these things are rejected. They don't want to listen to you. They've waited too long for the bills to be paid. That was my experience. Think about 48 years in ministry, how much I've learned about that. But every single time, I said, no, I need to sow seed. That was sometimes, that was the toughest thing I would do. Because that's very, very painful. Very difficult. When you have a need yourself, it's very difficult. It's easy when you don't. It's easy when you have money. But when you, when you don't have it, and then you have to sow it. Because that's the word of God. And I want to remind you today, that's the only way out of financial trouble. But we have to also mix it with faith. We can't just say, okay, I'm gonna give and let's hope it happens. Let's hope it happens. Well, that's not faith. Because it's all about relationship with, with the Lord. What we know, he did not say something to us that he did not mean. Because he's God Almighty, he's, he's not a man, you know, that he should lie or the son of man, he should repent, the Bible says. His word is true. I was reading not long ago in Hebrews, how God Almighty made an oath to Abraham. Isn't that precious? We have his vow, we have his oath. You know, every time Jesus said, verily, verily, he was saying, I vow, I vow. The truth, the truth, I say unto you. He was, he was making an oath to us. Every time he said, verily, verily. Think about how many times in the, in the gospels, the Lord said, verily, verily, I say unto you. And I'm here to tell you, when it comes to giving, you have, we have his guarantee. He will fulfill his word. That's why he said, prove me. Prove me with that seed. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You'll not have room enough to receive it. It's sometimes very hard to accept that when you have massive bills to pay and you have people screaming at you for their money. Or you have your landlord saying, if you don't pay, you know, you have to leave your condo or apartment. How do you manage? There's only one way out, faith in God. There's no other way. I've learned that lesson over and over and over, God never failed me yet. God spoke to people back in the 70s when, when, when I was seriously in trouble. I was about to lose the whole ministry in my young days. I was in debt, $200,000, 200,000. I was 20, 24 years old. We, we went on TV without God saying go on TV because we had crowds in those days 
on Monday nights in Canada. And a man said, well, look at the crowds here, why don't you go on TV? That was the biggest mis mistake I made in those days. And suddenly I'm in debt and didn't, didn't know how to get out. But God spoke to me through Roy Harlan, who became later my father-in-law, to start giving to the Lord. That was the toughest thing to do in those days because I had the TV station threatening to sue me. We had canceled a Holy Land tour and they were gonna sue me for canceling because of the pressure financially. I could not keep the, the tour for the, for, for the Holy Land. And I'm 24 years old. And Roy said to me, there's only one way out giving. I did not want to hear it. I did not want to hear it. I thought it, he would tell me something better than that. And then I was convinced. I said to myself, you know, there's no way to go but up. It was, I was so down that I said, you know, this could shut us all down. My board walked out on me. My board left because they said, we, don't, we, we do not want to be a part of a bankrupt ministry. I, I had nine board members, seven of them just walked out. Imagine the pressure on me. But Roy said, now, Benny, and I, I was about to marry Suzanne, he said, I will not, my daughter, I will not let her marry you if you're not a giver. And that was painful, boy, that was painful. But I obeyed, I obeyed what God said in his word. And I went back to Canada, I told my dear secretary, Marion, to give, we had 20,000 in their account. That's all we had. And that was a lot of money in those days. I said, send a thousand to 20 ministries so God can help me. Now in the natural, that's foolish. In the natural, that's very foolish. I should have paid the TV station some money and the tour agency some money. But Troy told me, he said, if you pay God's bills, he'll pay yours. That was a big headline for me. Because I said, look, I got bills to pay. He said, if you pay God's, God's bills, he'll pay yours. That was like a revelation. And I obeyed God. That's when that board walked out of me, seven of them. But God began to speak to people miraculously to support me. Six months later, I was out of debt. Miraculously, I was out of debt. Every bill was paid to the TV station and the agency, travel agency. I was amazed how quickly God did it. That was my first lesson on obedience when it comes to money. Because that's the test. That's where God says, prove me. If I will not open you the windows of heaven, prove me. So financial trouble comes to all of us. You may be facing a very bad moment right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, there is no other way only by obedience, which requires faith, which requires a relationship with the Lord. That's the only way out. And I'm gonna pray with you right now that God Almighty will bring you out just like, like he brought me out. And that happened to me many times, not just one time. That was the first time back when I was 24 years old. It's happened repeatedly with a lot bigger needs. Oh my Lord, bigger amounts we needed to believe God for. I remember years ago, Creflo Dollar sent me a seat to the ministry and I called to thank him. I said, why are you doing this? He said, I have a need, Benny. He said, I was looking for good ground. 
was looking for good ground. I thanked him. And God blessed him as a result. He told me that later. A lot of wonderful people in my lifetime had sowed in our ministry because they were needing a miracle. All, all of us face moments like that. Lord, I give you praise that you will take care of this now for all, your people whom you love so much. Dear Jesus, as they obey you, I pray, bless them. You said you'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that cannot be contained. You'll rebuke the devourer for their sakes. He'll not touch the fruit. He'll not touch the violent families. They'll be blessed and be a witness for you. I give you the praise. Bless them, Lord Jesus. Bless them greatly and bless their future. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for being my wonderful family, wonderful friend. Just wanted to spend a few moments to encourage you today. Go ahead and sow that seed, precious saints, and thank the Lord. Begin to praise Him now. Begin to thank Him now. That's how we water the seed, by praise. Thank Him now and watch the miracle begin to happen. All right, you can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benin.org and so, or you can simply text BHM45777. I truly love you. I thank God for you. You've become dearer to me than you know and to chat to. And Monday, I'll be back to the studio in Orlando where I'll be with you teaching next week on Lord, I Need a Miracle. Wow. I have a new teaching called Lord, I Need a Miracle. And I'll be praying for the sick next week. So be, be ready. I'm going to have some beautiful uh, half hours with you. But I'm going to talk about Lord, I Need a Miracle. I'm going to believe God with you for miracles physically in your life and other miracles in your life. That's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm going to be teaching on Lord, I need a miracle. If you need a miracle, you 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 join me Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. And I believe God's going to heal you. I just was with a dear lady. Uh, told me she was she was healed in the service here in Southern California. Could not walk. Could not walk. Completely. In fact, we just left her home. So grateful to Lord for healing their sweet Mary. That's her name. In the, well, she was what, 98, what was she, 98 years old? 89. 89, sorry, 89, years, 89 old. years old. And she could not walk. And she was walking around just like, wow, did she look strong today. Yeah. Huh? So to Jesus be the praise. It was a beautiful time here in Southern California. All right. And I'll be back here, God willing, in about two months for all of you that live here. I really want to come back and minister again. Next up, hopefully, in your Belinda, not far from here. Much love. Have a beautiful day. And sow your seed in expectation and joy in Jesus' name. I'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.